If you're lucky, you listen to them talk. They're on their way up and they can't stop. For all things great iron and hard top, it's Kevlu and Ski since the sandbox. What's going on since the sandbox fans? Your boys, me, yo, yo. Kevin, Steve, and Lou. We're back, and you're hearing my voice early in the week. And we wanted to bang the ball out early. We're just talking some top headlines. You know, season's coming to a close. Just things that have happened. Some things that are in the foreseeable future. And um, and just some injuries and stuff like that. So the first thing we're going to start off with, you know, the hometown team, the Celtics. We're hot right now. What do we win the last eight out of our last 11 or something like that? So before I make my Celtics statements, what do you what do you guys think? Are the Celtics trending in the right direction right before playoffs? Is it is it fool's gold? What is it? Yeah, it's definitely nice. I just think it's a little late because I think the best seed they'll probably get to the four. Mm-hmm. I think Milwaukee's like eight games up, yeah. and they're in the five. So I think they'll finish ahead of Atlanta in the four. But, like, it's nice to see, and it gives hope. But it's a little late for a top seed, so definitely going to be traveling. My mm-hmm. whole thing with it is... Like, we, we're really sitting there fighting with Atlanta for, like, the fourth. Mm-hmm. Like, you know what I mean? Like, we sat there and we struggled versus the Knicks, like, the other night. Those are teams that, if we're going to take the four seed, we need to, like, beat. You know what I'm saying? And, and I don't want to say beat with ease, but at, at least a little bit more comfortable, you know? So, it definitely makes things interesting. And I do like the fact that Kemba Walker is playing some good basketball right mm-hmm. now. Much better than what he was uh, earlier in the year. So, I think that definitely helps... Um, the Celtics out to to a good extent. Hopefully, hopefully Fournier can get in some sort of a rhythm because I still feel like he's kind of like still all over the place. I mean, it is still early. He's only been here for what two weeks, maybe. Yeah. yeah. If that. So so we'll see what happens. No more Mo Wagner on yeah. on the Celtics. See ya. Uh, <laughs> see ya. But yeah, I think we are getting hot right now. I just I'd like to see it happen. We still have a month left of basketball. So we'll see, like, over, like, the good teams that we could actually play up against, too, you know? Yeah, that just looks really stupid now that they traded him for Tice. Yeah, I know. And then just, to, just cut him. Yeah. For, for salary. Yeah. yeah, and then, like, you could have just kept Tice. Right. And, like, just cut him right. if that was the case. But, right. like, maybe he had a bigger cap yeah. hit. I don't know. Yeah. But like, and, at least he could have been productive. Yeah, and, and I'm on the fence about the Celtics because I'm kind of, like, in the same boat where it's, like, they are getting hot, but a little, like, I'm kind of, like, Along the lines of what you said, too, it kind of doesn't matter at this point. Like you said, the highest seed they're going to get is the four if they even get the four. And I feel like for the Celtics to make a serious run at a title, they're going to have to play teams in the playoffs that they match up well against. And playing in a, in a four seed or a five seed or, God forbid, the six seed, if they, if they end up you know in the six seed, they're going to get a team that just doesn't favor them matchup-wise. And that's just gonna be that's going to be a you know recipe for an early exit. So I definitely like the way the seeds are heating up. I just hope that we can get hot enough where if we run into the top teams in the East, we can still compete. Because right now, even with the streak we're on, I still don't think we can compete with the Brooklyns and the Phillies and teams like that in the playoffs. You know what I mean? Even Milwaukee. I mean, we really don't have an answer for Giannis. Um, So it's going to be tough. But, I mean, definitely can't discredit what they're doing. They got hot. But like you said, Lou, I kind of just wish this was earlier, you know, a month or two ago where they could have then by this point made a serious run for a top seed in the East. Mm -hmm. No, I definitely feel that. It does feel like it's going to be kind of a push for the Celtics. But like we said, fighting for like that fourth seed, I mean, i definitely rather have that advantage over those bottom teams. But mm-hmm. it's all good. Lou, do you want to start us off with, you know, the injuries going on around the league? We got Jamal Murray, we got Donovan Mitchell, um, and how that's going to impact those teams. It's tough, man. They both are really devastating. Obviously, Jamal Murray's out for like the whole season. Yeah, so that's it. tough. So I think Denver's kind of like, 
they're non-compete at this point. Like, yeah. They're going to get in a 4-5 seed, and they'll go off the first round just because they only have Jokic and, I guess, Aaron Gordon, yeah. if you want to count that. And then for the Jazz, I think it's not like – and not that it's supposed to happen, but, like, they had no injuries the whole season. Yeah, everything was going right Yeah, <laughs> so, like, this is bound to happen. But, I mean, he'll be back for the playoffs, and they'll be fine. They'll still be out in the second, but it's okay. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. No, I agree, Lou. I agree. I think – I definitely think Donovan Mitchell's is less impactful than Murray's. I mean, I was, I was thinking about that earlier, and I was saying, like, realistically, like you said, the Nuggets are kind of like a non-competitor now. Even with Jokic playing at the high level he's playing at, now – Aaron Gordon is your default number two. And even if Aaron Gordon plays like the best Aaron Gordon has ever played, he's still nowhere near like the number two that the Lakers have when healthy, that the Clippers have when healthy, that other teams around the West have when healthy. You know what I mean? So it's just without Jamal Murray, it's going to be a lot tougher because he's there. He's the second half of their duo. You know what I mean? It's Jokic and Murray. So without him, it's like now Jokic has to do, you have to ask him to do even more than what he's doing. And he's playing like literally MVP basketball. And yeah. now you have to ask him to do even more with a less superior second option by his side. Like, I just don't see it happening. Yeah, it's too tough. Yeah, now I definitely feel you on that. But I do think that maybe with this Jamal Murray injury, it might present a little bit more of an opportunity for Jokic to stand out in that MVP conversation. That's true. That's true. Um, so, I don't want to say that, that yeah. that's obviously like a perk to it because I don't think the Nuggets are going to be able to recover without Jamal uh-huh. Murray, honestly. But I, I do think, you know, if Jokic can get to that triple-double level that he's sniffing around right now, and, and they do have a deep team. I mean, like we said, no one to really replace uh, Murray's production. But mm-hmm. hopefully AG gets a little more custom. You know, Michael Porter, maybe he could step up and score yeah. a little bit more like we saw in flashes, you know, throughout. Um, so I definitely think... That, that it's going to be tough, but I, I think uh, we could see some crazy good basketball from Jokic. The other thing that's so, like, substantial about the Murray injury, too, I feel like, is, like, like I said, like, he's the Denver Nuggets organization revolves around, player-wise, Jokic and Murray, right? Mm-hmm. And we're assuming, like, yeah, he tore his ACL and he's going to come back 100% healthy. Like, that might not be the case, you know At what all. I mean? And, like, the Nuggets probably have that in the back of their mind. Obviously, they're hoping for the best, and I feel like with Jamal Murray's gameplay it won't affect him as much as it's affect other people's coming off acl injuries but still it's one of those injuries that you literally never know how you're going to recover from and if he doesn't come back to 100 percent jamal murray then i don't know what denver's going to do going forward because it's going to be jokic and aaron gordon which is where they are now and that's not a powerful enough duo to, to win games in the playoffs <laughs> yeah no nowhere near no that that loss is definitely devastating for that team and I think that would, you know, impact, you know, their their future going forward. But we'll see what happens because I feel like we do have the resources, like, in 2021 where we can, you know, recover from those injuries and see mm-hmm. that you could still play successfully. But obviously hoping that, you know, that Denver team can, can reach their potential. But now, guys, we want to talk about our playoffs and our playing tourney as we were just talking about the Nuggets. Our playoff format's a little different. So we obviously know in the East and the West we have a top six seeds. Those are obviously locked in in the playoffs. And that 7 through 10 is going to have to play, you know, game by game trying to verse each other and make that that 7 and 8 seed. So what do you guys think about that? How do we feel about how that impacts, you know, the, the value of regular season games? And just, you know, do we think that this should be a thing going forward? I like it, honestly, just because... It helps some teams, like say like Toronto, who's kind of tanking at the moment, resting all their guys and killing my fantasy chances. <laughs> but no, I think it's a fun thing because, I mean, say like 
I don't know, the Hornets get the eight seed, and then, like, do you really want the Hornets in the eight? Like, let's say we could get the Raptors in there, or if, like, the Pacers or, like, the Heat could jump in there, or somebody that's more entertaining, or even get Wall and Beal in there if they end up a 10 seed yeah. mm-hmm. and try to. So I think it's fun. I, I think it's something exciting to watch. and Because usually the first round, unless there's a big upset, uh, like, like I remember the biggest headline from last season or a season before was when the, the Magic beat the box game one. True. And then they yeah. got swept. swept right after that. Yeah. <laughs> so, like, a nice gentleman sweep. So, I, it's just tough. Like, the first round's tough to watch sometimes. Same thing in baseball because it, it's such a long season. And, you know what I mean? You know who the best teams are mostly. Shout but, out the Red Sox. Facts. <laughs> facts. Uh, but, but, you know, it, it'll it'll be fun to watch. I get it sucks for, like, teams that earn the eight spot. But it's like, if you're that good, you can beat the 9-10 to get it. Yeah. Yeah, like, I I personally am not a fan. I hate it, honestly. I liked it last year because of the bubble. Like, it made sense, like, obviously. But I just feel like now that we're out of the bubble, I just don't like it. And kind of, like, for the reason you said, Lou, it's like, why, it's almost like, why even have the seating then? You know what I mean? Like, you might as well not even have a 7 and 8 seed. Just cut it off. You know what I mean? Like, it's kind of, yeah. and for teams like, I don't know, for teams like the Celtics, right? They're a good team, right? And everyone thought they were going to be a top team in the East. What if, God forbid, they were to land in the eighth seed and get bounced because they lost one one fluke game? Like, you know what I mean? I just think it's, like, I feel like if you earn the eighth seed, and the only thing, the only time there should be a playing tournament is if it's, like, a tie. Time like, breaker. between, like, a seven yeah. and eight seed or an eight, nine or eight, nine, ten, like, something like that. But if you are a clear-cut higher seed off your regular season performance, you should be in the playoffs. Like, that's just how sports works. That's how it's always worked. And that's just, like, the most 2021, like, thing I've ever seen. Like, <laughs> now we're, like, rewarding teams for coming in 10th. Like, literally, yeah. that's pretty much what it's what it's come down to. Doesn't that how the uh, the NCAA does, like, for the uh, March Madness tournament? I'm pretty sure some of the games are playing before the tournament. But it's not the actual tournament. Yeah, but those are... Like, those are, like, like I remember, like, the day before the tournament or a couple of days before, like, Michigan State was, like, playing to get in. Yeah, but that's different because those are all teams, like, that's all different, like... I feel like... Conferences and stuff like yeah. that. You know what I mean? It's it, this is like the East and the West, so it's like you know what I mean. It's tough for like a conference because then it goes by strength of schedule and stuff like that. What's there? Fifteen teams to... in the East, East and then the West. Fifteen or sixteen? Sixteen. Sixteen. Is it sixteen? Yeah. So, uh, yeah, either yeah, it, fifteen, it, fifteen. It's 15, just 30, crazy yeah. the fact that like w- you're really talking about you know a a twelve seed team that has potential to get into the playoffs by that's winning what I'm by winning like getting three hot or four towards games the end of the season. That, yeah. yeah. So so that's like my only take with it, and I do think it does kind of devalue the regular season in a little bit, and I feel like this playing tournament kind of caters a little bit more to like what's going on in 2021 with the rest and things like that because mm-hmm. what if the Mavs came down and they knew that they were going to either have that 8 seed or they were going to have that 10 seed regardless they know they're going to have to play the game why play Luca those couple extra games right. you know what I'm saying have him sit if, if you guys rest. are going to be in there anyway mm-hmm. um, so I think it does devalue the regular season just to a minor extent but I, I'm down to try it see like if it's a little bit more competitive because I mean, for for a game, just like a straight-up game like that, I feel like that can bring great competition. Yeah. But it just depends on, like, wh- what are we really talking about on the skill level skill level yeah. of those teams if they couldn't get in the top eight right. already. Yeah, but it, it'll be fun because, like, at least in the West, because think of this, like, the Warriors are the 9 of the 10. So you could have in a play-in tournament the Grizzlies, the Mavericks, the Warriors, and, like, the Kings. Yeah. And, like, that's a fun like yeah. that's a fun and I think time. yeah and like the one thing I do like about it and you kind of touched upon it Steve is I feel like it makes like the end of the regular season or at least the second half of the regular season more competitive all throughout the league because like you said now like 12 and 13 seeds can like 
push. Still push for like a 10 seed yeah. and possibly make the play-in, which can possibly make like you know what I mean. So there's still like an you know an incentive to to not you know quote unquote tank or something like yeah, that. You yeah. know what I mean? Unless you're really bottom and you're completely out of it, but realistically, like. Usually those like ten to thirteen seeds, they're all separated by only a couple games. You know yeah. what I mean? Because they're just they're usually same caliber teams. I I just think it's funner in the West because the East it doesn't really matter. But like mm-hmm. if the Warriors get in with the last seed, like that's fun. Yeah, yeah. No, I I definitely feel that, and not that like those seeds in the East aren't fun. Because like what are we talking about in the East right now for those teams? Like the Bulls are like are they down there? Are they higher up? Like, uh, right, I think right they're around they're close. there. Yeah. Same with the. I think the Heat are in the playoffs, but close. Yeah. Yeah. No. So, so that's what I'm saying. Like, like all the. It's good that the Celtics are creating separation, but all of those teams are realistically going to be in into the last like two, three games mm-hmm. of like the season. Yeah. Um. But guys, let's talk about ju- just one of the things that also happened recently. And Lamarcus Aldridge, the the newest Nets addition, actually retired from the NBA. Um. With that little heart condition that he had going on there. So, uh, what do you guys think about that? And what, how do we feel about Dame's statement of uh, the Trailblazers retiring his jersey? Yeah, they should definitely retire his jersey. Like, you're the Blazers, you know? Yeah. Plus, yeah. yeah. he, he's probably... Like, in his prime, he was, like, just as good as Dame. Like, he was a force. Like, people forget, like, they were going to the playoffs, like, habitually. Yeah. yeah. Like, with him on the team. So, mm-hmm. definitely retire his jersey. And it's sad, but, like, I'm glad Brooklyn doesn't have another piece. So, right. <laughs> yeah. That's, that's, like, a little comma to them. But I obviously feel bad for him, but it's not like he's broke or anything like yeah. the dude's had a long good career yeah. yeah like him retiring now there's like no shame like yeah. he missed out on his ring but like you could always come back as a coach somewhere yeah and, like, yeah that's what i was gonna say like just as like a basketball fan and like of our age watching Lamarcus aldridge i feel more bad for him personally than like the nets like yeah realistically yeah. like it's not that big of a loss for the nets you know what i mean he wasn't gonna make that big of a difference but would he have like, more of an impact than blake um, yeah. Yeah, but still, it's not like it's like oh, we lost the market. Like you know what I mean? It's yeah. not like that. And like like Lou said, I would have liked to see him get a ring, even though he would have kind of been like under the radar on the team. You know what I mean? It still would have been seen because I, I, you know that's why he ultimately went to Brooklyn late in his career. He was just he wanted that one ring, and he what was so close to getting one? it. Maybe they will, but if I don't even know if he's them. eligible because I think you have to play like a certain amount of games. I'm pretty sure to be uh, eligible. They could opt to. But maybe so. Yeah, maybe in his situation, I don't know. We'll see, but. That'd be awesome like, if they did. Like Chris Bosh, you know what I mean? Like, but either way, like, you never want to see someone have to retire, like, in that way. You know what I mean? Because yeah. of, like, a medical issue or something like that, so. So, guys, the last month of the NBA regular season, so do we have any crazy expectations or things that we're looking for? Hopefully, you know, getting some of these guys back healthy, um, like we said. But what about some, some teams that we think could shoot up or shoot down those standings? Clippers take the one seed, and Philly takes the one seed. Ooh. I like that. Spicy. I like that a lot. I'm calling it now. I, I mean, I love the Jazz Philly. Jazz are definitely Love the Philly one, Sun, especially. Love Suns could make one. a push, too, but we'll see. Yeah, I feel like the Suns will stay at two, though. Yeah, yeah they'll, they'll be in the 2-3. They'll two be at yeah, 2-3. Do you think they're a serious like, threat in a, as a playoff team at the two seed? Yeah, I, I think like if you have to go to Phoenix, play against Chris Paul. I, th- I think they're a good team until it gets to the West. Like If they yeah. get to the Western Conference Finals, I don't care who they play, unless it's the Jazz. I think they'll win it. Fair I mean, enough. I think they'll lose it. I'm sorry. Yeah, I, I, I was going to say, Clippers are Lakers, yeah. Yeah, Clippers Lakers. Yeah, I can agree with that. Yeah. I mean, I, I was I was even going to say maybe conference finals is a little generous. But with the other two seed, they could get some good matchups yeah. in the playoffs. Depending, yeah. yeah. Like, they could definitely beat the Grizzlies and the Mavericks. Yeah, yeah. Ooh, Mavericks, that would be such a good matchup. It's a good series. <laughs> it's a good series. Two of the best point guards, like, on the planet. Yeah, oh, man. 
But guys, that's going to wrap things up for our NBA episode. Make sure you guys go and show some love on our Instagram for since the sandbox reaching 15,000 downloads and a couple of other accomplishments um, along the way. Guys, go to sincethesandbox.net to get your merch uh, from your favorite podcasters. And like we always say, guys, go to Apple Podcasts, scroll down to the bottom, leave us that five-star review because if it ain't five stars, guys, we don't want it. Peace.